Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Danny and Dusty. My Uncle Gus is the uncle that likes to work the grill. As soon as he walk in the house, he's like, get away from that grill. You don't know how to start no fire. With the latest on the Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and the hottest topics in sports. We're going to eat a hamburger, okay? Here we go. Challenge, throw the match. Now that's a fire. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. I'm not cooking a brontosaurus burger. The Fan. Hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you on this Friday. Like, no more football Fridays, but we've got... Does that break you? No. Okay. No, no. It's just the countdown to when football Fridays start again. But we got Yacht Rock Fridays to fill the void until then. That's right. It's true. We also uh, we have That's football right. back on Monday anyways. What? Combine. Yeah, yeah, we Under do. Underwear Olympics, Com- baby. Combine starting back up. It's draft season. It's draft season. Right now I saw... A little pop-up there. Matt Miller, ESPN, he has Bonix behind J.J. McCarthy in his quarterback ratings. I pray to God, as much as I'm sitting here as a Raiders fan, please don't send Justin Fields here. Please don't send Justin Fields here. I'm also praying, please don't send J.J. McCarthy here. Please don't send J.J. McCarthy here. Coming up next. Oh, God, no. Please, no. Uh, The NFL got a little bump today, though. A record increase in their salary cap. (laughs) How much did they get, Dusty? $30 $30 million more per team. $30 million per team. So the NFL salary cap is going to be $255 million in 2024. If you look at the behemoth that the NFL has become, and there's a couple of reasons why. One, media rights have, have bloomed, and that is one part of it. The other part is that during COVID, they started hoarding a little bit more cash and holding on to it, not knowing what the future would be. Now they've had the, they have these deferred payments that they're distributing to the league. But what ultimately this means is that the NFL is distributing $10.5 billion, $10.5 billion to Mm -hmm. its players, which means 21 billion 
is, <laughs> is what the league is operating at. That's crazy. Remember last year, I was like, hey, in two years, we're going to see the cap go to like probably $400 million. It's happening. Well, we are at, it's not getting that big yet. $400 million is still, I mean, that's $150. The, the, it's not going to be a sharp rise next year. 13% is what it, it rose mm-hmm. this year. But you have to understand that they did re- rework television mm-hmm. deals. They got more money out of CBS. They got more money out of Disney. And they're getting record ratings right now. But what you have is this also, it's actually $330 million per team that was distributed because $74 million is wrapped up in player bonuses mm-hmm. and then retired player benefits as yes. well. So it, it's the numbers are staggering yes. with what the NFL is putting out there. printing money. If you go back just 10 years, was it like 120? The salary cap was 133 million dollars. They've almost doubled, doubled their salary in cap a in a decade. That's insane. It's, that level of growth Dusty, is absolutely bonkers. But to put it into perspective of what they were at if you go back 15 years ago, it oh. was 123 million dollars. If you go in 2009 it was 123 million. So from 2009 to 2014, it jumped only $10 million. Mm -hmm. It actually went down in 2011 and 2012 because that's when their new CBA kicked in because they had the uncapped year in 2010. Oh, that's right. And so it went down. So you had kind of the weird false spike. And then it started climbing back up. But in the last 10 years, you've gone up by at least you know $10 million each of the first three years. Then you went up 12. Then you went up 10. Then 11. Then 10. And then you went back down in 2021, COVID. COVID. Uh, went up in 2022 to $208 million. You're, you're looking at $28 million in salary cap growth uh, from, or excuse me, $48 million yes. in salary cap growth two years. from two years ago. And the big, two years. the big part of this is, number one, yes, the, the new deal. But this is the rise that was expected pre-COVID. COVID derailed a lot of this, and what you're seeing now is what was kind of delayed. There is, and we've talked about this a little bit as as it pertains to us personally here in this industry, There, there is a reinvestment in sports that we have not seen financially in 15 years. The streaming partners, the TV deals, the the way that this is going, this looks like a second gold rush. In sports media, where seven, eight years ago, we were kind of, 2014, 15, we were like, where are things hurting? We're not sure about this. And you saw major cutbacks. Yeah, they always were saying that it was going to keep growing. The cutbacks that we've seen is actually more recently with all of the college uh, deals that were handed out. Because you saw every, that's why we have the Pac-12 no longer existing after this year's because they were like, we don't have enough money to go around. The the additional part of this, though, is the, the supporting apparatus, TV, radio, shoulder programming, streaming shoulder programming, all uh, Twitch, YouTube, all of those things. Absolutely. Becoming the, viable. There was, well, there was sectionality. Everybody wanted to try to split up the pie. Every, everybody, there was, if you take the pie, the unfortunate, you know, sale and chopping block of Sports Illustrated, because they were like, well, it's not viable anymore. No, it is viable. It's just that you needed to adjust and not focus on social media. And now you're seeing that that the smarter companies 
Fox, ESPN, Warner Brothers, instead of having a peeing contest in the corner and trying to fight over a little piece of pie, if we come together on this, everybody can eat from the same trough. And that's what it is. It's 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 a it's it's pigs in the pen. And if we everybody just shuts up about it and accepts that, hey, sometimes they're gonna get a little bit more today. Tomorrow you might get a little bit more. It depends on where it falls. And that's the thing is that there's there's more openness and more, more willingness to this. And that's why you're gonna see the growth in sports with NFL leading the way. These numbers, everybody keeps saying, well, there's gonna be a limit to this. There's gonna be a limit to this. Eventually, but we're nowhere near it. We're not the the cap isn't there yet, but you're having to find more in creative ways because the TV companies, I mean, we've seen all the cuts that every one of these major companies has had because they need to feed the beast, which is live programming here. And the only live programming is sports. Right and now. it's crushing. As much as you can try to set appointment, I think appointment viewing outside of sports is done. Uh, you may get a show, a Game of Thrones every now and then. That was the last show to me that had appointment viewing. And guess what? They didn't have commercials. That this and that's the big issue. I can't remember the last time. And I know there's a lot of people that like The Bachelor, sure. reality TV, and those kind. But that of also things. doesn't cross all markets. But sports that, crosses all markets, yeah. all demos. And this is where sports are are way different. Is that you could still DVR The Bachelor and you could watch Bachelor. Like you can do that, mm-hmm. but live sports you want to see those live and there's also another layer to this and how the nfl we're talking about the adaption of or the adaptations that networks are going through well the nfl is doing it too and if you are not happy with you know your team losing home games and having to go and play in sao paulo brazil or going over to munich germany to play a game or having those london series games the nfl's vision is to make the nfl a global game because if they do tap out the domestic market on their television deals, they're they're doing a really good job of positioning themselves globally to become popular and gain traction on the international mm-hmm. level, which it won't it, it will never catch up to what it's like it is in the United States. But what they're doing in Europe right now, it's working in small little pushes, and they're not trying to bombard. You know any individual co- country right NFL now? NFL Europe. They NFL are Europe. They're slowly but surely gauging where the popularity is. They're Germany. seeing that the sport is growing. They're pumping money overseas, and that's how they're going to try to continue to be the, the biggest sport in America. The, and it's going to work. The, the the colonizers of of sports. Yeah, because it, like honestly, that's how they're viewing mm-hmm. staying on top in the United States. Yeah is becoming popular elsewhere. The NBA has done a phenomenal job of it. And we're starting to see, like, now everybody's bitching about, hey, why aren't there any American stars? Well, it's because you made the game a global game. Yes. You <laughs> you made... You know basketball is the most played sport in this country now? In the U.S.? Really? Yes. It has surpassed, surpassed soccer. Basketball is the most played sport now. And that is a big part of the youth effort, but also the globalization effort in that every community is... About basketball and yeah. take a look at the NBA right now. Who are your 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 MVP candidates? Mm, There's Jokic, the, yeah, international. Giannis, international. Luca, international. Shea, international. He's Shea. Canadian. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know who else is really damn happy about this? Mm. Uh, Justin Jefferson. That thirty million dollar bump. Found You're a little bit. There found a little a guy, bit of money in the couch cushions. As a guy who's been to two Pro Bowls <laughs> and you you got a fifth year option mm. looming. 
And that number is going to be $21.8 million for a two-time Pro Bowler on a fifth-year fifth year option. Oh, man. What does that, yeah. that bump it up from? From probably like 18 to 20? It was right around that. It was, it was right around 18-ish. Um, but this is these are massive. Imagine finding two and a half million dollars in the couch cushions. I'd yeah. like to do that. You know who who else is probably pretty happy about this? I would but imagine a pass rusher. Teams are very worried about the number for Justin Fields is not the if you're a quarterback that's made two Pro Bowls, it's thirty eight million dollars for your fifth year option. God. See, this is I, I I'm out. That's not him. <laughs> he is not him. But just your playing time criteria, twenty five point six. Even then. which for uh, that that that's a start. That's a that you'll pay that for a starting level quarterback. But for one year, and you're gambling to see if he, if he's you're the giving guy. him draft capital. Yeah, man, that's we shall it, see. this whole the the, the Bears are going to get a second round pick for him. Man, I just I don't. Oh, I, 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 kind of makes Geno Smith look like a bargain though, doesn't well, it? They just restructured his deal too. They converted yeah. it into a signing bonus. Yeah. Well, that just clears up more cap. Yeah, he still gets all of his money, but it just yeah. clears up a little yeah. bit more cap space for him. And that that's great for for Geno. More more cash in the pocket it, right now up front. Yeah, he's got, he's going to get that cash in the pocket. But there are teams though that you've got some legitimate questions on what you're going to do. The Dak Prescott question is is crazy because you you, you just heard it. Thirty eight million dollars is for a fifth year rookie contract quarterback. If you pick up his fifth year option on a first round quarterback, is thirty eight million dollars. What you do what. Mm-mm. Joel Corey, who does a great job of of uh, breaking down salary cap stuff on mm-hmm. on Twitter, he's a he's a former agent and he he's a salary cap expert for the NFL. Mm-hmm. He dropped something on on Dak Prescott that I was floored by. We'll get to that next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 
and Dusty on the fan. I've been around for you, been up and down for you. It's funny that we see these $30 million spike in the salary cap, 13% raised in the salary cap uh, from 2024 to 2025, which, if you're wondering, uh, that's a record. <laughs> That's a record growth. Actually, not a record growth percentage-wise, but $30 million is is the record. The highest percentage-wise the cap has has jumped uh, was 2006 when it jumped 19%. Um, and then uh, 1998, so this century, it's the second highest, but uh, 1998 is a 26.8% uh, jump. But this is a massive boom for the NFL. But as we're seeing all of this, now you're seeing cap casualties and there are a this is the the nfl and and the nba both sports are kind of going through this where the skill curves early on in careers is significantly higher guys are coming in better but both leagues are getting so much younger because if you look at the guys that are getting cut right now if you were 29 or older you were on the chopping block that is that is the cutoff now with a $255,400,000 salary cap in the NFL this year. As of today, you have seven teams working in the red right now. They are the Dallas Cowboys, $3 million over the cap. Cleveland Browns, $7 million over the cap. Denver Broncos, $13 million over the cap. The Chargers are $21 million over the cap. Dolphins, $24. Saints, $38 million over the cap, and the Buffalo Bills, folks, are $41.3 million over the salary cap. So you're seeing Emmanuel Ogba from Miami, uh, outside linebacker, who they gave a big fat contract to after he had back-to-back nine sack seasons. He gone. He was cut. Xavier Howard, cornerback. He gone. He's uh, cut today. Interestingly enough, both of them. 30 years old. 30 years old. No way. Ding, 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 ding. You're going to see a lot of teams making tough decisions uh, in in the next couple of days. And they're sorting. The, they're, what they're doing is they're going to the Excel sheet, sorting by salary, sorting by age. And, this, and that's where they're starting. Like, here's the deal, though. Like, like, the Chargers, you have to choose between, like, Khalil Mack or Joey Bosa. Or Mike Williams Mike well. Wi- Mike Williams is again, he's he's good, good as yeah. But again, gone. Khalil, 33, he's just... I don't know if you've seen Khalil Mack lately, a freak of nature. Well, he had a career high in sacks. Yes. He have 17 sacks this 17 year. 17 and a half. And then you have Bosa, who's paid very handsomely. But also hurt. Injury prone. A lot. But um, And then you had the Saints rework Derek Carr's deal today. Save them $23 million. They are, that team Their is cap sheet cap is a hell. disaster. Kamara, Kamara might be a cap yeah, casualty. Yeah. And he's 28, but again, he'll be... 29 and this is like they are in such just for mediocrity too like they're not going to be good anytime soon they're just paying a lot of money to a lot of guys that you're going huh yeah and they're all aging out it's and saints are i'm selling on saints right now but this is why you're seeing denver floating the idea of trading russell wilson just get it over with because look pittsburgh steelers seem to be the hot name for russ the i don't wish that up on the steelers i I always have a soft spot for the steelers because i love mike tomlin but Mike Tomlin could eat Russ alive. Oh, God. You chew him up, spit him out. But for the Broncos, look, I want to see the Broncos in hell. I, I That's the, selfishly. But it, to me, and we've talked about this, the whole idea of like if they swapped Russ for Kyler, 
because you're not going to get anything good out of this because the dead money you are going to have is real. And it's, but if you just get it over with, it just means that the next two years you're screwed. Okay. Here's the deal, though, that you, you're looking at. And, and this pertains to the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott, which I was talking about before we went to break. We mentioned they are one of the seven teams that is over the cap right now. Uh, Joel Corey, who does a phenomenal job breaking down the NFL salary cap. If you don't know, right now, Dak Prescott's deal, he's on he's on the books for $59.4 million in 2024. And then there are uh, void years in 2025 and 2026. So this is what Joel Corey says the D- Dallas Cowboys can do. They, he has conversion rights in, in his contract where Dallas could create about $22 million in cap room by turning $33 million of his $34 million in 2024 salary into a signing bonus. And then spreading it out. And then you prorate that in 2025 and 2026 in those void years here's the catch and boy is it a catch they are over the cap right now and this creates a lot of room for them to improve their roster and jerry jones has been adamant adamant about them not holding back this year there's not the cap does not matter this year and so whatever they can do to make a run this is what they're gonna do if they are to go down that road with Dak Prescott. And it's a dark, dark road. They would have $58.32 million in dead money in 2025. Ooh, buddy. When Dak Prescott is a free agent and could sign elsewhere. So they would be dead money without a quarterback to count. And you would have, so what you're doing in all of this, if you do these conversions, you have to operate under the assumption. Mm-mm-mm. Dak Prescott's your quarterback moving forward. Yeah. And he he will sign another <gasps> long-term deal. Buddy, he's got him bent over a barrel. On the Russell Wilson side Yikes. of this, uh, I wanted to make sure I had the numbers before I, before and, I said them out And if, if you don't know what dead money is, it's like we, we talked about this with when Tom Brady and Drew Brees reworked their contracts mm-hmm. over several years. This is the pain. It was hyper. kicking the can down the road. You kick the can down the road, and then all of a sudden, you're stuck with a big build afoot. And by the way, Drew Brees is not on that dead cap money for the New he Orleans He fell Saints off anymore. finally. This, this is what kicking the can down the road does to you. This is, this is the Andrew Nicholson effect, but Ooh, nelly. infinitely more. Okay. So the Russell Wilson side of this. <laughs> Andrew Nicholson. Still pay it. Still there. Last year. Hey, I mean, at the, least Anderson Verjao's gone. That mm, Anderson Verjao's finally gone, did right? It fall, did it fall off? Okay. Now you've now you've got me looking, and I'm going to look real quick because I, I that one haunted my nightmares when I was doing cap sheet stuff, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And Anderson is is off. Uh, Nicholson's still there, and I believe that this is the last year. Good, thankfully. Uh, the Russell Wilson one. Okay. If they release him with a post-June 1 designation, they have a $35 million dead cap hit. This Better than 58. <laughs> but that would also mean carrying into next year, the remainder of his dead cap would total $85 yeah, million. That's bad. So they have a $45 million more in dead cap to eat. Yeah, that's so not saying, good. It would be two years of hell. If they just release him. But you'd just be done with it. Boy. 
That's why you, if you're going to trade him, you need to trade for another bad deal, i.e. Kyler Murray. But it doesn't have to be dollar for dollar in, in the NFL. No, but, but, you, they, but you're not going to get the value because of, of what the, the cap hits would be if you, on those moves. If you trade him pre-June 1st, mm-hmm. if you trade him, they will lose $32 million against the cap. Yes. If you trade him post-June 1, and this is what they're doing with all these guys, they're like... Xavier Howard was just released from the yes. Dolphins with a post June one designation. designation, so he can agree to a contract somewhere else. He can't sign until June. Yes, but they they let you go free if the Broncos even trade Russell Wilson. Though mm-hmm. they will be hit with forty million dollars in dead cap this year, forty nine next year. Mm-hmm. They'll lose five million dollars if they trade him post June one this year. There's no, there's, no there's good nothing good about his yeah. contract. No, that's what I was saying. There's they, nothing good. So it's they like they, even with, if they release him, if they trade him, they're stuck with him for two more years. Is when when they can get an out that is reasonable. Mm-hmm. Which is why you have to trade for another quarterback that has ex- extended years, and, and you're not getting any value out. of I don't think you can come back and have him and Sean Payton in the same building after no. the disagreements and what's been said and reported about their relationship. I want to see Kyler Murray there because I want to see this continue. You want to see Sean Payton just try to murder quarterbacks stuff, for years? Stuff him in lockers. Damn. You're cold, man. Yeah, well, I am. That's fair. Also, bleep the Broncos. Ooh, salary cap increases all because of Taylor Swift, and so are the cap casualties. That coming in on the Vancouver Ford text line. There's a kernel no, of... No, 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 Hear me out, hear me out. There is a kernel of truth to the Taylor Swift impact on the cap because they did bring in new revenue. They did. The Swifties did bring in more eyeballs. Flat out. No, that did not affect the the three months that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift were were dating did not do anything for this salary cap. Going forward for the salary cap, the new fans that those people have that that group has brought in is real. Like it's measurable. It was it was measurable in the Super Bowl dollars. Okay. But that does not that no, 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 no. is yeah, not affecting yeah. the salary. That's cap. why that, no. That's why I said there's a kernel of okay. truth in that as far as the the in, influx if you of, can of real get, money. If, of real you, money. if you can get to keep them around, which but if we know anything about Taylor Swift, she'll her and Travis Kelsey may break up, and then it. Or what if Travis Kelsey retires, and then they're just like, all right, we're done with football and again, then, and they're the first. They're the first family of football. <laughs> they take over the Mannings. <laughs> Look, if you want the cross demo, you're getting both. Damn straight. Taylor Swift, you need her. Just saying. <laughs> She's cash cow. You were going to a place there where I was like, no way. No, 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 no. That's okay. why I said there's a kernel of truth to <laughs> I'm the, with you the, now. the increase. In I'm there. with you there. All right. Uh, speaking of kernels of truth, there's nothing but the truth when it comes to my, my man. Rasheed Wallace was talking about uh, the, mm, the belief or the lack of belief and faith that he has in NBA announcers for our worst day on the web. But first, here's the Big Kahuna Sports Center update. That's that Hawaiian burger joint. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. 
It's time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. When Rashid Wallace talks, we need to listen. Why? Because he he has gems. It's there's just he every time he says something, whether you agree with it or not, you know he he stands by it. You know he believes it. But he was asked about the uh, current state of 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 the game, and she took a tangent on with Tyler. I am uh, on his podcast of what how he sees the the current state of broadcasting in the NBA. The f***ing announcers, B. (laughs) Talk about it. Gosh, bro. Why every announcer want to try to sound like my man Stuart Scott? He hit him with the shibble shamble. Look at that one. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, man, stop that, yo. Then you got ex-coaches who be on there announcing. You can tell they trying to get back in and get a f***ing job. Oh, yeah. If you see him, if he do this, and owners be like, he know what the f*** he talking about. <laughs> it's not wrong. Rasheed is clearly very high. It didn't work for Stan or Jeff and Gundy, though. Which, the clips that he's that they're playing in the background while he's talking about that are of the Van Gundys. But, I mean, none of those, neither one it of those guys Doc. got Doc Rivers. Well, and just being a mentor to Adrian Griffin yeah. and then taking his job three months later. Yikes! But the whole the Stuart Scott thing. This is nothing new. Every announcer has a has a catchphrase. I mean, we all know the Shans, Rip City. He literally coined it. Mike Breen, bam! Mm-hmm. Like that's every announcer has always had them from Chick Hearn. All the way through to, you know, the guys, Ian Eagle and Noah Eagle. Mm-hmm. Both those guys. Like, every announcer has got something that they say in the NBA. And that's been historical. Like, that, that's always been what announcers and, and play-by-play guys will always have. But I, I think what Stylistically he Stylistically, he's, everybody's trying to rip off Stuart Scott. The one thing that he's talking... Well, but he, he's like Stuart Scott in the Sports Center stuff... That was he changed the studio, yeah. Like it, it, and that was, you know, Dan Patrick and Fuego. Mm-hmm. You know, all of the I mean, Kenny Main, all every single guy who has hosted SportsCenter, they got their catchphrases too. How about Chris Berman? Boom, boom, yeah. Whoop! Every rumbling, single guy, bumbling, stumbling. But this is it, even before that, though. You go back to you know the sixties and seventies. Where announcers that th- that's how they related yeah. to their to their audiences and how everybody knew you knew you were listening to a Portland Trailblazers game when you heard Rip City. I think there's certainly a, a boom shakalaka there's, from wheels. There's a uniqueness in calls, but I think he was mostly calling out people who aren't being true to who they are. And I'm I'm a league pass junkie, Mark Jackson. I, he I. Think that there was, goes that bad man. I think that was definitely something that was somebody was implicated for sure. Um, he was shown in the video. Yeah, uh, there's but there's like you can you can do what what you are like if you listen. Ian Eagle is not out there dropping those, but he has one. I will forever. Perfect example. Ian Eagle had a uh, a call where Jared Allen, when he was with the Nets, caught a lob and. 
It was perfect. It was very simple and subtle. But he's, the, the gist of it was uh, Alan throws it down, and it was uh, beautiful as the fro flies. Yeah, see, but beauty. It, but it was just it was just worked in, and then it was him and subtlety uh, to it. Sarah Kustock and that brought the score sixty nine seventy two. And as soon as it said sixty nine, there was a nice. <laughs> but that's like those are little that Kevin Harlan when he does the uh, the cat getting on the field. He's at the thirty. He's at the twenty. Like Harlan is one of he might be my favorite. He is the bet unscripted moments. Kevin Harlan is the best. I think Kevin Harlan would be great on a Super Bowl call. See, like on TV, because Kevin Harlan, because so many wild things happen in a Super Bowl. Oh, like, like Kevin Harlan would be on the field? perfect for that. See, for me, Kevin, he's a little over the top. He's too cartoonish. He's he's like a caricature of a play-by-play That's guy. what I love. That's what I love about him. But he's him. not he does, he Gus take Johnson. Himself, yes, he doesn't take himself too seriously. Right. That's, that's just, yeah. That's the joy of that. But that's the thing is, I think Rashid is, is is highlighting on the the uniqueness in being true to who you are, with both on the broadcast side and on the coaching side. Because the coaching side of this is like, well, he should have done da 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 the Tony, Tony Romoization of like this feels like he's campaigning for a job somewhere. I really do believe that. That's why I like Calabro and Heard together is because they they are the understated. Like they they have a good time. They joke back and forth, but. It is real. It's a really good broadcast, and we're lucky. And I think what she—it's not just national broadcast. She's talking about a lot of local guys, and we are very lucky here in Portland. We to have, have those Portland, in my opinion, Portland, Minnesota, New Orleans, Brooklyn, are your four best broadcasts in the NBA. Obviously, Casey and Lamar with Brooke, and then you've got uh, Pranica, you've got uh, Joel Myers and Brennan Knight. Pranica, also formerly of Portland. Yes. Um, but you, you've you got, and then Ian Eagle and Sarah Kustak. And then you've got, you know, the Warriors broadcast, which is universally perceived as the worst, which is a bummer because I love Kalena Azabuki. But, and then you've got the Suns and the Nuggets and the Spurs. The Suns who... my feelings! Mm. Sons who get into arguments with you on Twitter. Look, I may or may not have been uh, a couple of pain kills, pain pills deep, and uh, should have been off <laughs> off no social way. media right after a surgery. And while I still believe uh, fully believe in what I said, I should not have said it publicly, <laughs> and I would not have said it publicly had I been uh, entirely normal. I think we need to put sheet on a broadcast with this guy. Hello, everyone. The Indiana Pacers are looking for a measure of revenge tonight. Let's check out the highlights. Reggie Miller's looking good. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> what is that from? It's boom goes the dynamite guy. <laughs> Ball State University. Oh, my God. You've never seen, you never heard boom goes the dynamite? I've heard the boom goes the dynamite, but I had never heard the lead up to oh, it. Oh, you need well, to watch the video. The video's oh, even better. that yeah. is incredible. It wasn't like an actual broadcast, right? Like he was trying to follow along and make his own mm. like real tape. It was on like the correctly. student TV. Okay. It was on, it was on, it was televised at Ball State University. But so this, is, this wow. isn't like an SNL skit? No. No, that is it was because that was like real. Chance the Rapper going, "Let's do that hockey." I wonder where Boom Goes the Dynamite guy is now. That is <laughs> tremendous. Yeah, isn't that great? Are you kidding me? I would <laughs> zoot it out, Rasheed Wallace, with that kid. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> How old is that? Oh, that's that's really that's got to be two thousand five. Oh, it's that old. Two thousand five. Wow. Yep. During his freshman year, it's uh, 
Let's see here. Brian Collins is his name. That's a very, that's a very like inconspicuous name. Like you yeah. can get away with being Brian Collins and nobody's gonna know. But then they're gonna see you and go, "Hey, hey, it's I the know boom you. Goes the dynamite. You're the boom goes the dynamite guy. Do it. Do the boom goes the dynamite thing. <laughs> that was during his freshman year. God. And boom goes dynamite. I think he realized now he's probably a production guy. You know. <laughs> That's that's a that's a bummer. Yeah, I wonder what he's doing now. I, I I'm gonna bring him on on Jack Ramsey or something and do a watch party. Ooh, he <laughs> coined the phrase while playing the video game Super Mario Kart with his roommates in college. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. I I hope, I, 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 I hope he says it that's, deadpan. That's too. a red turtle shell. <laughs> oh no, he no. shoots that. He's like, and boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> I want I want it to be the green shell because you gotta have the accuracy. <laughs> The red shell's just a dunk. Come on, this now. This is great. Oh, man. See, the green shells, I always just held behind me and then would fire it backwards. I mean, that's what I knew I had somebody behind me. You dropped that little turd? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you disappoint me, Jeff Rust. Hey. But, if, hey, if you're dropping it behind you, if you're dropping it behind you means you're not in, in last. Right. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, he lives in Waco, Texas now, mm. so he's, like, the 15th craziest person on his block. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Also, he's probably the only one that doesn't have dynamite. Yeah, maybe. And well, I don't want to rule the that. actual dynamite. I don't want. I don't want to rule that one out. Do you think he's just out there watching the crazies in Texas, just with a microphone, standing by himself, mm. watching actual dynamite going off and saying, "And boom goes the dynamite." I have a feeling there's a lot fewer explosives in Waco now that Kim Mulkey and her wardrobe are gone. Wow. Also, I was pantomiming a microphone when I have a microphone yeah. in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the kind of day I'm having. I my day though, still better than Johnny Manzel's. Let's check in on old Johnny and see how he's doing next year on Danny and Dusty, Tending to the Fan. On the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan. There could not be better intro music to this segment to talk about one Johnny football, Johnny Manziel. Uh, Johnny's disappeared for a little bit, but he's popping back around. And uh, he's doing Johnny Manziel things, I think would be the... Uh, a way to phrase this? In you mean a sense shooting of, from the hip and just letting her hip? Yeah, uh, with probably a dip in. Probably. Shooting from the hip, let her rip with a dip? Sure. That's about right. Johnny Football is maybe a caricature of what we think or thought college football was, but he was it. He was at the very top. He was pure, unadulterated appointment viewing and he partied like a rock star. It was straight out of Central Casting. I remember when he was entering his his junior year, or his redshirt sophomore year, the conversations about folks that would go down and like cover for national TV games mm-hmm. and stuff like that, they didn't hide behind. They said, you know, like, please don't say this, you know, during the game. But our goal is just to get Johnny to Saturday. Yeah. Get him to Saturday. Like, that was, they would go down, they'd have their meetings and be like, he's he's a phenomenal talent, but we don't know what's going to happen. Between Monday, the weeks. Monday through Friday, we have no idea what is going to transpire with this kid. 
But when we get, if we can get him to Saturday, we're going to have a chance to win the game. And that, that was who he was. Which like, is insane to think about. And this is the thing that is just shocking to me is that the Cleveland Browns took him in the first round knowing that. Everybody and everybody knew around that Texas A&M program, that's who he was. And to, to for any team to take a first-round pick on him was just wild, let alone Jimmy Haslam, who, what was it, the homeless guy who said, you take Manziel. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been your first Crazy. sign. Don't do it. Crazy. Do it. Uh, but uh, Jimmy was on with, uh, with Mike Gold Jr. and was talking about his experience and his time at AM and and the the obviously the uh Gold Jr. is a, a former college football player himself and at Notre Dame. And what's that? What? Oh, I oh this is with Shea, uh Shannon Sharp. Oh, is this with Shannon Sharp? I'm sorry. I, Club Shea Shea. Oh, it's Club Shea Shea. I'm sorry, I was looking at the other link. Um but with uh Shannon Sharp, he's also a former NFL player, partied like an absolute rock star. Uh, complete lunatic in the best possible ways. So when you get two lunatics in the same room, uh, this is what you get, is you get Johnny Manziel being bluntly honest about where things go. I ain't mad at him about it for nothing. It's the way the business worked back then. Right. There was a bag man. There was a bag man at LSU. There was a bag man at Bama. There was a bag man at every school around the country if you were competing for a national title. It was what it was. And it was always that way until we're into the NIL portion of everything now, the way it should be. Dang. Yes. The, There's been bag men everywhere. And it's the fact that people still don't understand this, like, oh, the NIL is ruining college football, blah, blah. It's just out in the open. It is. That's above the only board. difference. And, and this is where the people that really have a problem with NIL, it's that you don't want to acknowledge that there is a more level playing field now. Yeah. That, and that that's the thing is that you don't you don't know how much money changed hands in the 50 years prior to NIL happening mm-hmm. because it was millions upon millions of dollars every year. Now, has NIL gone to the point where these bidding wars now that they are public, the numbers are going up? Yeah, they they are going up, but when it was a sack of cash and not taxed, it Again, was about the same, I, I will if continue not to more. Hi- I will continue to highlight. Lindell White used to come back to his apartment and find a bag of cash every month that was $150,000. In that interview, uh, Johnny Manziel said a couple of things. One of them was he lost 40 pounds due to a steady diet of Coke. And we're not Good we're Lord. not talking the drink. The, and so he went from 210 pounds down to 170 pounds after Cleveland released him. Mm-hmm. In three months, he lost 40 pounds. Just crazy. You know, I was trying to lose some weight. But he also said that his dad went to A&M's bagman and said, $3 million if you want to keep Johnny, if you want Johnny to come back. And to put that into perspective for the people that say that NIL is ruining college football, $2.7 million is what Caleb Williams made in NIL this year. He made $2.7 million. And he was the highest grossing uh, NIL athlete in college football this year. Those numbers are a decade apart, yet they're the same, right? He wanted $3 million to come back. Caleb Williams got $2.7 million. And Johnny Manziel would have made $3 million in the current era of NIL right now if he would have come back for another year. Same thing with 
Tim Tebow. Same thing with with any of those guys. That's that's how this stuff has been, and how it will always be. And it's just it's very interesting. Now Johnny, like you said, was um, there was certainly some risk involved. <laughs> With him, whereas whereas with Tebow, whereas with Caleb, you didn't have that kind of risk, so to speak. Even even with the mm, sidewaysness of Kyler Murray at Oklahoma, you didn't have the risk that you had with Johnny. Those guys, you know, they they had their their vices, but they weren't. You didn't have to worry about them showing up on Saturday. I think one of the things that is Johnny Manziel was a teaching point for so many college programs around the country. Of NFL too. how you don't handle and carry yourself outside of the walls of the building mm-hmm. because there's only so much because he was at that boom of social media age yes. starting to become and we would see him in the Scooby-Doo cos- costume on Halloween, you know, plastered out of his gourd all over Twitter because that's the era that he was playing in. And at that point, he was like really one of the first ones that that was social out media there all star. the time. Yes. Well, start. Y- y- Famous or infamous, he was infamous for his social media presence because of what pe- the pictures that people would take of him parking like a jackass on the street, you know, the wrong way down a one way. Mm-hmm. And that one came out when his car got towed and his his buddy was out there chasing after the tow truck driver or whatever. Like this is when now teams took that, they took it to their players and were like, "Don't be this guy." Because you could harm yourself and your future way more than you can benefit yourself by just being an idiot. There is a level of stupidity that every college coach expects from a portion of his roster. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. Johnny Manziel just blazed right past all of that. Habitual line stepper in that regard. Oh, God, yes. And... They used him as a teaching tool. I wonder if Johnny Manziel were to come through the same person, the same upbringing, the same mentality right now, how different he would look if it was, you know, somebody else's name that they were showing him and being like, dude, don't be this. Don't be this. Hmm. Because he's a jackass, but he's also smart enough to realize that, all right, if I need to play things a little bit closer to the vest, I can. Because he's not a complete moron. No, no, that's the thing. He's just like, and mostly. I think the modern example of that of, of of that truth is, and we mentioned it yesterday, is Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers coming out of high school and going to Ohio State was the you know the mullet jackass. It was you know riding high and and all the videos and all the pomp and circumstance just. Everywhere you heard his name was like, oh, for the love of God, are we really going to do this? Are we doing this again? Yeah, and now, you know, he ends up at Texas a couple years later, and he's buttoned up. And look, whether he has the mole or not, he he has cleaned everything up. Yep, he's buttoned up his persona. See, I feel like if you took collegiate Johnny Manziel and, like, wrote him into a movie, people would be like, no, 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 that's... It's, un- it's, it's, it's that's not too over the top. Yeah. It's too much. He, he was tweeter from Varsity Blues, <laughs> but the quarterback. But yes. <laughs> Yes, and Mike Evans was was uh, James Vanderbeek, <laughs> just yeah. showing up, being the steadying force. <laughs> like as weird as that is, I don't want your life. Here we are. All right. Speaking of faces of uh, of franchises and faces of of sports, and w- should you kind of build around them or would you build around them? Watching Victor Weminyama last night. It hit me that 
the answer to the NBA's question of what do they do after LeBron James is sitting there hitting them right in the face. We'll discuss that and more coming up here on Danny and Dusty. Danny the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.